I'm going to be preaching about seasons and how God has us in different seasons in our life. Hallelujah. There's a season for a particular thing, right? You know how we have winter, spring, fall, summer. I believe that in our spiritual walk with Jesus, or I mean everybody, go through seasons in their life. Hallelujah. And uh, on the fourth day, God said, uh, let there be lights in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the light and let them serve as signs to mark sacred times, seasons, and days and years. Hallelujah. So, um, I'm from Montreal. Anybody else from Montreal? Or the East Coast? East Coast? Come on, let's hear it for the East Coasters. Okay, so... Uh, Florida. Florida? Really? <laughs> so I used to live in Montreal, and in Montreal there's a lot of snow. I heard they just had a storm, and there's like this much snow, hallelujah. So I actually ran away from the snow. Because I like skateboarding, and snow and skateboarding don't really mix. Amen? Amen. And I was praying about this, and, and God, actually, I felt like He gave me a revelation as the environment that we choose to live in changes the seasons we go through. Hallelujah. A, one environment... If, we, if you put yourself in one environment, you're going to have a different season than if you put yourself in a different environment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. This is true. I'm telling you it's true. You can change what's going to happen in your future life, in your future, in your life, by taking yourself and planting yourself into a different environment. Hallelujah. And what I chose was an environment called California. Hallelujah. So life has cycles, right? Do you guys agree with that? There's cycles. There's wheels turning. Anybody here ever had a ever noticed that they go through cycles in their life and the same thing that happened Three years ago is happening again. Relationships, the same, like, different name, but same kind of relationship. Anybody? You see, what What I found myself is that when I actually found Jesus, is that those old cycles that were destructive started changing. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. I took myself from an environment that was not healthy, and I took myself and I planted myself into a healthy environment. And then I, I met Bora. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. She doesn't look like any other. You guys with me here? Because I chose, I made a decision to take myself and to change my environment. And I found myself changing my environment and coming starting to come to church hallelujah I started meeting different people 
And all of a sudden, my seasons and my cycle, all of a sudden, I don't want to drink anymore. I don't, I don't want to use drugs. Hallelujah. It just bloop, disappeared. So, what I wanted to do tonight is I want us to understand how spiritual seasons manifest in our lives. Hallelujah. To be prepared for hard seasons. To be prepared. To be prepared so when a hard season comes, you're ready. Hallelujah. I want us to be able to get all the good rewards and to be fruitful in every season. Good reward. Fruitful in every season. Who wants that? Amen. Fruitful in every season. Oh man. <laughs> so so why is this so important? So so what happens is we can actually get sidetracked when we go through a bad season. I don't know if anybody here has been through a bad season. <laughs> what happens is we can get sidetracked during these seasons and fall back into destructive behavior. We can destroy the progress that we have made if we don't know how to navigate through seasons. Like the Tower of Babel. Build, 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 build. Poof, everything goes down. We can also waste time and miss what God is trying to do in our life. Hallelujah. So the name of the message for tonight is putting spice in your season. <laughs> so can you declare tonight I'm in a good season I'm in saved by faith I'm in a good season <laughs> oh man yesterday I'm telling you I got home we were I was working all day and I got home and what did I smell when I got home chicken like but but when i make chicken it tastes like something right but when my wife makes chicken it tastes like something different a lot better why special sauce <laughs> she's put a little bit of spice on there she knows which one she goes in the cover and she puts a little pinch she puts the, the butter on there Gets it all nice and hallelujah, and then it marinades. Come on, oh man! Wow. Why am I sharing this? The taste is in the marination. Hallelujah. When you wait, when all the right spices and the right sauce is on the chicken. Hallelujah. It's marinating. It's going to make sense in a second. You're probably like, what is he talking about? I'm getting hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry now. Come on. Hallelujah. Okay. Yeah, praise God. What's that? Seasons. Seasons. Hmm. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. What does it say, guys? What does it say? You guys know its favorite verse? It says, They that wait 
upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Anybody ever feel weak? Tired? They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Who? Those who wait upon the Lord. Regardless of what season you're in. Regardless of the season that you're in. If you learn how to wait. What do I mean by wait? I'm not saying wait for something to happen. I'm talking about what we actually part of it, part of it what we did today when we were singing when we were worshiping hallelujah we were waiting on the Lord I'm telling you if you wait long enough the Holy Spirit comes and just boom and when that happens I don't even I I don't know God like what is going on like this is the liquid love I've never felt this before God wants you to experience pleasure hallelujah I said the P word <laughs> I'm telling you he wants you to experience pleasure can you wait for the pleasure because when you wait for it when you wait for the right thing. I waited for Bora to find the right person. Hallelujah. And I just... <clears throat> God's not like, okay, you... I don't want you to have fun. I'm just going to put you in the Garden of Eden and I don't want you to have fun. Really? No. That's not what he said. He designed everything for you to experience pleasure. Come on. I'm preaching good. I'm just going to kick out the religious spirit. Okay. So Jesus, okay, Jesus, he shows up. Okay, the next day as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. He is hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree and leaf, he went to find out if it had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves. Hallelujah. Because it was not the season for figs. Then he said to the tree, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard him say it. So what happened? Okay. So Jesus sees the tree, right? It's not the season for the tree to have fruit. It's not the right season. And then he curses. He's mad at the tree. He curses the tree. Right? And the tree never got fruit ever again. It's a picture. God, okay, regardless of your season, whether it's a winter season, summer season, 
fall? God expects you to have fruit. Hallelujah. Whether you're depressed, whether you're broke, whether you're angry, whether you're offended. Hallelujah. I was a little bit offended when I got here. I don't know. I just was offended in my heart. I was just angry. Anybody? Let's just be honest. I was, yeah. I, was, I was just annoyed. But you know what? I pushed through that. Right? Push through your season. So, being able to not react, hallelujah, when things are hard, and to continue being fruitful. I'm telling you, this is, this is good. Oh, man. How do spiritual uh, seasons manifest in your life? Okay, and this is... I believe that every area of your life... Hallelujah. Every area of your life is like one of those wheels that you saw. Every area is like one of those wheels. And whatever area you think about it's in one of those stages wow. Wow. Huh. who here is, feels like they're plowing yeah. they're plowing <coughs> plowing anybody here planting you're planting anybody you already plant you watering Who likes the next one? That's the hard one. Waiting. You know what I love about gardening? Not that I'm a gardener. My dad is. Is that when you plant the seed, you can go to bed. And the seed's going to do what the seed's going to do. You don't have to pray for the seed so much. Do you see what I'm talking about? Yeah. You don't got to pray in tongues for five hours for the seed to grow. It's not going to change. <laughs> you, you, you just, that's why, like, when you're doing the right thing in your life, your job is to plant it, hallelujah, and watch God bring the harvest. Mm. Hallelujah. It takes a lot of responsibility off of our own selves. Nice. We found an easement. <laughs> okay, let's go. So um, I just wanted to bring this up, which is the story of Joseph and Pharaoh. Okay, so Pharaoh had a dream, and then Joseph um, got the revelation from God, what the dream means. Hallelujah. And the dream was this. There's going to be seven years of drought. And there's going to be seven years of plenty. Hallelujah. That's a good technique for the stock market. Hallelujah. Who wants the revelation from God? Who wants to have Joseph in their pocket? <laughs> you can be like Joseph.
Matthew chapter 5, verse 45. I got a point here. In that way you will be acting as true, true children if your Father in heaven, for he gives his sunlight to both the evil and the good. Right? He sends rain on the just and the unjust. Sometimes things just happen. It, your godliness has nothing to do with what happens in your life sometimes. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Someone dies in the family. Is that, does that have anything to do with your godliness or not? Bad things happen to bad people. Good things happen to good people. Good things happen to bad people. Bad things happen to good people. Hallelujah. It sounds, it sounds very uh, simple. But when you're going through a season that's challenging, and there's a drought, hallelujah, we kind of get so, uh, we get, we, we don't, we're not as spiritual as we were, right? Before. <laughs> so remember in the story, the wise man built his house on the, on the rock, and the foolish man built his house on the sand. And what did it say? The winds came down. How does it go? <laughs> the rain fell. And washed it all away. The storm came for the man that built his house on the rock, and the storm came for the man that built his house on the sand. So being super spiritual has nothing to do with the storm coming or not. Hallelujah. The storm comes. The storm comes. But see, one person was building on the rock, on his faith. The other person was building on the sand. Flaky things, things that disappear, things that aren't sturdy, things that friendships that don't matter. Uh, do you see what I'm talking about? Yeah. Things that just float away. I want to build my life upon something that is a sure foundation, which is the Word of God. Hallelujah. Jesus didn't say, if you just listen to all my words and do what I say, the storm's not going to come. He said, it's going to come, but you're going to stand firm. Hallelujah. When everybody else gets destroyed, you're going to stand. Who here wants to stand? Come on. Yes. You're tired of falling down. Yeah. No more falling down. Tired. No more. So what did I say here? Living prepared to withstand hard seizing, seasons. So living, so it's a, gra it's a constant thing. It's living in a state of preparedness to withstand hard seasons. Hallelujah. So what, what do we have here? Okay, number uh, 
Jesus. Okay, number one, being filled, continuously filled in the Spirit. Filled with the Spirit. Filled with the Spirit. Jesus. When you're filled with, see, see the, the uh, ten virgins, they didn't have oil in their lamps. When the time came, they weren't ready. What I'm saying is, don't get all spiritual when everything breaks down. Hallelujah. Get spiritual before it breaks down. Get filled with the Holy Spirit before the disaster happens. Because then you're going to be prepared. See, Joseph, what did he do? He knew there was a drought, right? So he started saving up. He started putting all the food into storehouses. So he's preparing for a hard season. You know what we do a lot, a lot of times, most people? They are not prepared for a hard season. It hits them in the face, clunk. Being uh, preventative, if that's a word, is a lot easier than trying to fix everything once it's broken. Yeah, Hallelujah. Amen. Putting oil in your car is a lot easier than trying to fix the motor after it broke. Come on, I'm about to do a jig in here. <laughs> <laughs> right? Hallelujah. Be ready for a hard season. I'm not saying have faith for it. I'm not saying, uh, ex you know, expect it. it. I mean, they come. Winter comes, guys. It comes. Even in California, there's a winter. A little bit. It's not as bad. It's not as bad. So what, I, what am I saying? I'm saying the, the seasons will be hard. There will be a hard season. But if you take yourself into a different environment, it's not going to be as hard. I believe so. When you place yourself within the body of Christ, when you're going, I've, I've been through some rough things, just being honest. And just having people that I love, having people that are genuinely praying for me. If you've ever had someone pray for you, I could feel it when someone's praying for me. I'm like, someone's praying for me right now. No. Anybody else know? No. I can feel it. It's just, hallelujah. Mm. Did I read that? Okay, so the word. Same thing, same thing, guys. Before the hard season happens, have all your Bible verses ready. <laughs> Get your sword sharp. Know the Bible. Know the Word of God. Because, because what happens is when you go through a hard time, if you can actually look at Bible verses that tell the truth about the situation, I'm a conqueror in Christ. And you start declaring the Word of God against that thing. When the hard season comes, 
That's why I'm saying, read your Bible. See, most people don't understand the power of our words. When you're going through something hard, I mean, you could tell yourself, I'm awesome, I'm awesome, I'm awesome in the mirror. I mean, that's positive thinking, okay, it does something. Hallelujah, come on. It's not that good, but I'm beautiful, I'm good. Okay, good. If you have a Bible verse, if you're saying, if you got the Word of God to declare over your situation, that gives you faith to overcome. The Word of God is sharper than any double-edged sword. Hallelujah. Fill yourself, so fill your mind with the Word of God so much that you're, it becomes subconscious that you already know whatever situation you're going through, the Bible verse just pops up in your head. This is good. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because you're going to be able to encourage yourself. And i got Bible verses for you too. Amen. I'm, I, the Word of God. It's good. Okay. Planning and preparation. I hope you're writing this down. Don't wait till the storm comes to go back. Right? It's going to be too late. Maybe you're in one right now, but for the future ones. Planning and preparation. Prepare your work outside. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 27. Prepare your work outside. Get everything ready for yourselves in the field. And after that, build your houses. Hallelujah. So I was talking about nesting. Nesting is when the woman's pregnant, they're about to have a baby, and they're getting everything ready in their house. Bleaching the floor. Hallelujah. Get yourself ready. Get your house ready. Get your spirit filled with the Holy Spirit. Prepare yourself. Instead of having $5 in your bank account, hallelujah, have a little bit of a cushion. Amen? Prepare yourself. Don't always um, wait for last minute. Hallelujah. Man, this is good. Get everything ready. And then start building. When the storm comes, guys, some people get taken out by storms and they commit suicide. A storm comes and they commit suicide. That's very sad. I guarantee you that every homeless person that is on the street right now, you can bring it back, you can bring it all the way back to one storm. Hallelujah. You guys with me? There was one original storm that started. They, they weren't just like, okay, I'm going to be homeless. This is fun. No. But they weren't ready for that storm. They didn't have the Holy Spirit. They weren't full. 
of the Holy Spirit. They didn't plan, they didn't plan their lives well. Hallelujah. This is good. Building relationships with trustworthy friends and mentors. When you go through a storm, do you have anybody who has sound wisdom and advice to give you? Oh man, I don't know. I think you should leave her. Right? Oh, I think uh, I, I think you should just... Man, people have bad advice, I'm telling you. Bad. Bad, bad, bad. Bad advice. <laughs> Surround yourself with people that care for you. Like actually care for you. Like I'm going to go and pick you up at 3 in the morning, care for you. Like I'm going to go at the, at, your, uh, at the hospital, care for you. Who's got people like that in their lives? Build those relationships. Build those men that build the rapport with mentors, people that can pour into your life good things. Hallelujah. Because you know, your future could look a lot different. And I get excited because, man, I'm a dreamer. Hallelujah. You got any dreamers in here? I'm a dreamer. I got to get excited. I got to go do something. I got to change the world. I, man, everybody's got that inside of them. Don't dull it down, man. Don't let other people push it down, ridicule you, make you feel like you're not good enough. We're all, I'm going to prophesy this right now. We're all called to be world changers. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on. Yes. God wants to use you to change the world. Well, you say, well, I don't think the world needs to change. <laughs> I think... I think I like steak. I want to cook it and I want to eat it. <laughs> right? There's always something better. There's always something good to do. There's always something better. Better sheets on your bed. Hallelujah. Come on, they smell good. I'm just saying there's there's always something better. I want to change the world. I want to make it better. I want to cut the grass. I want to put some flower beds on here. Hallelujah. I want to invent a new guitar. I don't know what it is, but... But God wants you to change the world because we have that creative power within us. Amen. The creative power of the Holy Spirit of God. God wants you to be creative. Hallelujah. And people will try to get you to stuff it down and tell you to shut up. I'm going to tell them to shut up. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on. Amen. Amen. I'm going to. I want you, I want every dream inside of you to bubble up right now. Bubble it up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, you, maybe you forgot about it. Maybe you forgot about it. Maybe you forgot what it's supposed to be. Mm. But you know what happens is that that dream, that seed, that vision that you have inside of you will have to stand the test of seasons. And if you get taken out at wintertime... Hallelujah. That's what the enemy wants. He wants to take you out at winter time. 
doesn't come. I mean, it doesn't always come in summertime. Winter. Can you actually make it through the bad season that you might have with a person that you're working with? Can you get past the offense that comes? Can you see beyond the offense? Man, this is good. Hallelujah. I'm going to say amen. So be it. Come on. Wow. Jesus. Be sober. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to say that. I said the S word. Let us not sleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. Mm. Can I say that your response to a storm when you're not sober will be very different than your response to a storm when you are sober? Yes. Mm -hmm. Anybody ever been drunk angry? Destructive? Any ever anybody ever met someone destructive when they're drunk? Anybody? Destructive. What am I saying? Being sober will actually help you with every other aspect that I was talking about before that. Being sober means that you are in your in your right aligned state of mind that you can actually think on a particular wavelength, right? You see what I'm talking about? Your wavelength is reality. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh man, this is good. I mean, it, it's up to us. I mean, if you don't want to be sober, don't be surprised that you do something stupid when the storm comes. Hallelujah. Because sometimes a storm catches you off guard and it happens so fast that you don't even have time to realize that it's happening. Hallelujah. And all of a sudden you said something. You said something. Man, this is good. Hallelujah. You said something. And it's too late. You said it. I'm going to try to take it back. I take it back. You want it back? <laughs> there's, there's different levels, right? There's different levels. There are levels that are very destructive. Hallelujah. Come on. Sorry. I said the S word. What else did I say? I said another one. I said the P word? Yeah. Okay. Analysis paralysis. Do you guys know what that is? <laughs> Analysis paralysis. 
will keep you stuck being like that fig tree, unfruitful in a particular season. This is good. I want you to cash that one in the bank. Make a deposit. <laughs> what happens is we go through a winter season and then we just we start analyzing everything about it. Right? And then we get paralyzed. Anybody? Yeah. Is it just me? Yeah. You get paralyzed. And then you become unfruitful in your season. You wasted a season. And Jesus comes and he's like, I know it's not the season to be fruitful, but I want you to be fruitful right now. Hallelujah. I want you to be fruitful. I want you to keep being fruitful.